Welcome to Fine Times, a finance podcast for millennials in under three minutes. I'm Matt. I'm your host. Today, we are not going to talk about the markets. We're going to go over a topic, but I'm going to get more into that right after this from Flipboard. All right, back to the content. Today, we are going to talk about what is an IPO. So an IPO, that stands for Initial Public Offering. That is when a company is for the first time ever, uh, or making a comeback and doing it again, but for the first time ever, usually 95% of the time, for the first time ever, they're listing their company on the stock market. That means it's open for business on the market for people like you and me to buy into it and own a piece of that company. You get to own shares. So an initial public offering allows people to get in at the entry level uh, price for a, a business that is either you know very old it could be could have been around for a long time and it just could be going public or it could be new within the last three or four years so there really is no in between there is no one way or the other um usually uh though usually speaking it's most companies that are pretty new you know have just started within the past like five to ten years so um, but it could be it could be an older company though. I'm not saying that that's something that uh, wouldn't happen. But usually, like 95% of the time, it is a new company. So why are we going over what an IPO is? Well, there's a few things. One, Lyft uh, started its IPO roadshow today. That's the biggest news of the market. That basically means that. Uh, they're going to be going on all kinds of speaking engagements to uh, around the country and sometimes even around the world to try to gauge interest and you know pump people up about hey we're going to be listing our company on the stock market soon pay attention to us buy us look at us hey look at us look 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 come see us you know here we have to say they'll be on morning shows they could be on late night shows they'll be on all the finance shows uh they'll be touring around the country doing press conferences in different cities so that's what a road show is and typically that's reserved for huge companies that are expected to be wildly popular that um it helps to get the word out about them, about how much they're trying to sell, and it also helps them. This is the start of building the book. That is a finance term for investment banks start to basically see what can we start to price this company at that we're going to be helping to list on the market. A company usually doesn't just you know go to the market and say, hey, I'm for sale. No, they have to go to a bank, an investment bank, a Goldman Sachs, a Morgan Stanley, a Fidelity, someone like that, and have them help to list. So, uh, you know, with that being said, this is the time when 
an investment bank is going to try to uh, see what they can list the company at. And that's very important because if you list an IPO too low, you'll get way too many investors that it should have been priced a little bit higher. Uh, so that way you can kind of, you know, stiff arm the weaker people out of owning shares. Um, you want people that are in it for the long haul. And if you have too many people that buy, you know, at like, you know, let's just say, for example, $100. And then all of a sudden the day opens and the thing goes up to 200 Well, you look pretty stupid because you lost out on a lot of money. A lot of people would have just bought and sold and then that wouldn't do a whole lot. So you have to, as an investment bank, you have to start to look into, um, obviously you're trying to make a huge like commission off of it. You can make billions in commissions, um, but you're also trying to fairly price it. So that way the company isn't, you know, uh, you know, overturned with all this, like, all this flow of investors. That could be a good thing, but that could also be, could also be a bad thing. So that is basically what building the book is. And again, Lyft is going, Lyft, the rideshare company, the competitor to Uber is going on its IPO roadshow. And typically, typically over time, you see this over like a 5, 10, 15, 20 year period is when people buy in or around the time of an IPO, typically on the day of or within uh, four to six months after a company first lists, that is the least expensive time to own the company. Um, a lot of times you don't really want to own on the first day of an IPO just because typically three weeks to a month later, the company will drop about 25%. And that's because the market has found its floor or its you know willingness to buy at that level. People will sell off until it hits a certain level and then usually it stays pretty consistent. So um, with that being said, uh, you know, going away from Lyft, I personally bought two different stocks at their IPOs. Um, I bought Citizens Bank at its IPO. Uh, I think I got it for, uh, I think it was like $24, $24 a share for Citizens Bank. I bought it at it, it it's IPO. Um, you know, I knew about it. I used to bank with them. I used to have them as, you know, a personal bank. That was actually my first bank account I ever opened up was a citizen's bank account. Um, but I really liked back when they first, I think it was 2014 when they IPO'd. I really liked, um, that they, offered the whole student loan refinancing. They are the first real bank, big bank, uh, personal uh, banks um, that offered this kind of program to basically buy your whole student loan and then give it to you at a lower interest rate. And, you know, it would be it would be really easy to set up because then you just have the money automatically withdrawn every month. Um, from your bank account, from the bank. So like no issue, you know, it's not like an outside thing. Like just take it once a month and it would make it really easy because it would come from in-house and you could see how much you were, uh, shelling out. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, the other one that I bought, the most famous one that I bought at its IPO was Square. And I swear by Square, 
Uh, I love them so much. Uh, you know, I have a little square reader card for credit cards. I have actually the first generation one, uh, which was definitely adapted and changed over the last few years. But I believe I bought Square in 2015, so it's been almost four, almost five years since I've owned uh, Square, and I did buy that at its IPO. Funny thing is, it actually dipped, like I said, about 25% um, to around $8. Square dropped around to around $8 a share. About, I think it was like, again, like within like four to six months after, um, after it IPO'd, uh, it dropped. I'm very happy with what I bought it at. I bought it at the IPO price. Um, so the IPO price was pretty good for me. I've made out pretty well on that one. That's my best by far, my best bet. Um, and I've held on to it ever since cause I love it. Um, but yeah, it dipped to $8 a share. And let's put that into perspective, okay, real quick. Um, it recently, this past summer, hit as much as $100 per share. $8 or $100. That's more than 10 times your original investment in this company that is starting to be really, really awesome. So, uh, this is the last thing that I'll do, but imagine if you had bought $10,000 worth of square stock when it hit its low around $8, you would own about 1,250 shares. If you then, uh, sold it at its highest about four years later, which was this past summer, for $100, you would have turned $10,000 into $125,000. In four years, you could have turned $10,000 into $125,000. That is so... That is why... You know, you hear these stories about how the stock market makes people rich, and that is crazy. That is so insane. But again, it doesn't just happen overnight, and you don't just get lucky. Um, or, I mean, you could get lucky. A lot of some people do get lucky. Very rarely, though. Like, don't ever count on just getting lucky in the stock market. You know, throwing a coin or throwing a dart at a board blindfolded, um, you'd probably be more likely to hit a bullseye than actually, you know hitting something in the stock market. I'm just letting you know that right now. Um, but that is insane. And that is how the stock market works. And that's specifically how IPOs work. And, you know, the ins and the outs of an IPO. And basically what you kind of see when you invest in an IPO. And hopefully your returns are better than, uh, better than, you know, when you bought it. Let's just say that. Let's just hope that people out there didn't buy Square at its IPO like I did and then sell it at $8. Woof. That would not be okay. Uh, you would have lost, you know, some money. But anyway, um, I saw I get into that a little bit on what an IPO is. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this. 
Uh, if you really did, please go to the iTunes store or the podcast app and then tap five stars on this podcast rating. Uh, you can also do it on Spotify or Google and leave me a comment on Twitter if you want. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So I will see you guys soon.